0: The Power of Integrity, uh, this past week in Dallas, we witnessed quite a, quite a time, quite a moment. What you are witnessing is really, guys, an historical moment in the life insurance industry. And I want to share with you, Johnny is really going to appreciate this day because he's witnessed two of these events. And um, the first one, actually, he's witnessed all three because uh, I don't know that he was a part of the A.L. Williams by term and invest the Difference, but guys, that movement, that moment in time changed the life insurance industry forever. And someday, when you have a chance, buy a, a copy of a. O. or Art Williams's book called Coach. It's an amazing, amazing story. Uh, If you ever talk to Barry Clarkson and you want to garner his immediate attention, quote something to him out of that book, because it's one of his favorite books, and it was the book he reread a couple of times as he was launching Equus Financial. Now, the second event that took place, Barry Clarkson had a a leading role in that, if not the, the most important role in this. He had a similar effect on the life insurance industry. We covered last week when uh, uh, Tony Bates was talking, prior to Barry's lead generation system, you know, life insurance agents would literally go, you know, they're starting in the industry, they didn't have anybody, they'd sold all their friends and family, there was no one else to talk to, Uh, they called the book of business the company gave them, because they usually gave them a book of business, and, and you'd pound that, and those people, every time they hired a new agent, oh... They would, you know, hold their ears. But anyway, so those guys would go to the courthouse. They would camp out two or three days a week, gather information to mail newly recorded uh, mortgages, and try to sell them life insurance to pay the house off. Well, it was really a pretty good way of doing it, but it was very, very inefficient because – 50% 50% of the people that, who did buy life insurance from them at that time were either rated or declined. Agent didn't care. They were just trying to put something up on the wall to see if it would stick. The agents at that time, they, they were capable of earning $50 to $100 an hour in income, but they were doing minimum wage work two to three days a week. Barry saw this opportunity and realized there were a lot of people who wanted a part-time job. This would allow them to work four to six hours a day, three, two, three, four days a week, whatever they had available. Now the good news was those people had a job, and the person that was capable of making $50 to $100 an hour, they were then in a position to buy those leads very much more cost-effective and much more effective in their uh, income generation. This allowed the agents to do what they were good at as a professional, because I'll tell you what, a life insurance agent trying to think you're a professional sitting in a courthouse gathering names, you don't feel very professional doing that. So bingo, our industry was born. However, we had another problem. Everything at that time in 96 and 97 was fully underwritten. Business still had the same problem, 50% issue rate. So 50% of the clients didn't qualify because of the exams and the medical records. You're going to see where this all ties together in just a moment. We were writing so much business at that time, even though we were only getting 50% of it issued, we caught the attention of F&G Life. And they created what we now refer to and take for granted, simplified issue products. The very first one was Home Certain. That guy's now roll the hands of time back and listen listen to this and, and garner and gather what, what this is all about. Prior to April of 98, we never had a 30-year term. We were selling a 20-year term. People said, yeah, but I got a 30-year mortgage. Yeah, but what's going to happen is over the next 20 years, you're going to move a couple times. So, you know, that's – besides, that's all we got. So now we had a 30-year term. We also had a 30-year term with return of premium, never heard of in the insurance industry. Uh, We had a product with four tables built into the price. What was happening to the American uh, population at that time, they were gathering a few extra pounds. Most of our clients in those days were a minimum of 20 to 30 pounds overweight, many of them 40. No problem with simplified issue. Guaranteed, or not guaranteed issue, but it was a uh, simplified issue, standard rate. Type 2 diabetes with 30-pound overweight, standard issue, not a problem, with no exam. Prior to that, we were working 20-year term, fully underwritten. The average premium prior to this was 40 to $60 a month. It took six weeks to get issued, and we only got half of it issued. Now, the 30-year term, no exam, return a premium, when that was int- introduced, premiums immediately jumped from 60 to $100 a month. They were issued in three to five business days. Clients loved it. And guys, our income and our cash flow literally doubled in 30 days. April 28, 1998 was the beginning of the second revolution in the insurance industry. The average income of a life insurance agent prior to mortgage protection as we know it today was between thirty-five and $38,000, and that was for those who were dedicated full-time agents. Today, you are witnessing a uh, similar pivotal moment. The top compensation was at a max with the companies with the IMOs. I mean... You know, uh, and when you think about this, a company like Equus, uh, there are six of us out there that are significant IMOs. And for those of you that are new, an IMO is an independent marketing organization, a company like Equus Financial. Um, an IMO, on the low end, they're doing 20 to $30 million a year, the size we fall into was one of the uh, one of the larger ones, or one of the largest in that category, to do fifty to one hundred million dollar category. And guys, when you think about that, that was huge because it was pretty much unheard of prior to the introduction of mortgage protection. The market now, since those IMOs were capped, I mean, we we were doing something that never been heard of in the industry over the last twenty years. However, When you've got that amount of volume, there's only so much that the life insurance companies can pay out in compensation because their profit is determined on volume. So few IMOs really reinvested in their own technology and their training. They just didn't put much back into it. They allowed the agent to do what they were doing. Everybody was making money, um, but the agents weren't as efficient as they could be because they didn't have the training and the technology. Those IMOs, they primarily focused on getting leads uh, and then recycling lead them as much as possible so that they could get as much juice out of that orange, so to speak. Uh, and the reason for that is the cost of procuring these leads kept going up and up and up. I think when I started, an average A lead cost the company about 38 to $40, uh, and maybe even a little less when we very first began in '96. Today, those leads are 80 to $120 and rising. So um, we teamed up with Integrity in May of last year, May 8th of 2020. Now, keep in mind, we were on schedule last year to do about $50-plus 50, 50 million dollars in premium. I think we ended up around $65 million during COVID. So that was a phenomenal growth uh, pattern. However, Integrity, when we joined them in May of 2020, they were doing $2.2 billion a year. I mean, it just blew my mind to think somebody was doing that, that amount of premium. Now, a lot of their, their production has come from acquisition, but it doesn't change the fact that when you get that big, this year, they're on a run rate of doing $7 billion a year in annual premium. So let's go back to the drawing board. You take a company like this and you go to the carriers. Everybody wants to do business with you and because you're bringing so much to the table, the payout is much higher in the compensation and that higher compensation that integrity is getting is filtering down to the smaller IMOs and to people in the field like you and I. So this... This merger has changed the landscape of the industry dramatically. And I want to welcome each and every one of you on the call today to this ride because this is a different part of the journey that none of us have experienced in the past. So guys, hang on because things are getting ready to change. The insurance industry has just made a pivotal change. Um, Johnny and I and a few of the others on this call today We've been fortunate enough to have been witnessed one and been in the other two. Um, The one we witnessed was the A.L. Williams. We didn't understand what was going on. We were looking at it from the signage. Frankly, probably didn't even care. It just didn't hit our radar screen. However, (coughs) of the three changes that have happened, (coughs) this is by far the biggest and the most important of all of them. Now, you are right in the middle of this dynamic change. And in the life insurance industry, outside of the mortgage protection, the average income of an agent in the life insurance industry today is between 38 and $42,000. And you'll notice it hasn't gone up hardly anything at all. Now, we had a call this morning from an agent who was going to go with AAA. So Connie Google real quick just to see what AAA offers her. Average income for a AAA life insurance agent is between 29 dollars and $42,000 with the average at 33 dollars Now, they're going to give them leads, and it's a list of AAA members and an occasional request by a member who responded to one of their mailers. And for many of you on the call here today, the average income at $33,000, if you look at our leaderboard, We have agents making, a lot of agents making $33,000 a month, not a year. Now, let's pretend that you're just looking at Equus as a business opportunity for the first time. So let's roll the hands of time back to when you first looked or you're first looking at Equus Financial as a business opportunity. Uh, you're analyzing this business opportunity. You're trying to figure out who should I go with, where should I go, is this for real? Well, the first thing to look at is the exclusive lead program. Uh, a, a couple companies out here have leads, and but primarily...
1: <coughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, Dick picked up those allergies in Dallas. It was the only bad part of the trip.
0: So, and I'm still paying the price, yeah. you know. With the exclusive lead program, you know, the other IMOs will plug you into a house that will do mailing for you, and um, it's a step in the right direction. But have an exclusive lead program like we do, and have a dedicated person that does it. Uh, that's not a family member of the IMO. We went through that once too. But Kristen does an incredible job with us, and they're always looking for ways to get more leads, lower the price, just give you more diversity in, in contacting people. So the exclusive leads is a very big part of it. A second part of this is some of the office participation. This is going to be reworked soon, Uh, As the as the company is growing, but you know, if you want to have an office of your own, and you're doing the volume, you know, State Farm doesn't help you with that office. All State doesn't help you with that office. But Equus has got a program. They're going to help you if you want to have a brick and mortar shop. They're going to help you with that. You know, um, covering rent and or uh, staff. And the third thing is a system to tap into rather than have to figure everything out on your own guys i have worked for 4 of the 6 imos in the industry i've worked for them and i know the excuse me know the owners of the other two we all work together at a different job and no one has a system in place that even comes close to what equus has done equus over the years when When uh, they first started, Barry took a very significant portion of their budget and put it back into technology to provide things like your dashboard that you have here. Uh, Connie made the comment when we first came over here. She said, I would take, I think it was a 15% cut, and commission just for the technology. It makes her job so much easier.
1: That is so true. I do remember that. And you know what? That was four years ago this week. Four years oh ago, gosh. we made the, yeah. the decision to leave another company and join with Equus pretty much because of the tagline, the agent's company. We were very tired of <clears throat> seeing people have to join a good old boy club in order to break through the glass ceilings that they had inserted. So we left, you know, it was a very hard Band-Aid to pull off. Uh, We left a lot of very good close friends, and we've since uh, repaired those relationships and all is well. Uh, we've also gotten our income uh, past where it was at the other companies, so we're very happy about that. Equus is definitely the leader in IMOs um, at this point uh, in time.
0: Well, they're a leader. You know, even if we weren't leading in the volume that we're doing, just the culture is such a big part of what's important here. Another thing that has been changed dramatically is, and here – our promotions are not tied to the number of agents that we have the right business every month. As much as it was needed when Equus was started, it was a glass ceiling, and it's been removed. It could not have been removed without the joint venture with Integrity and that higher compensation. It just had to be there to make sure that the parent company was was helping. Now, with this joint venture, that's not part of what we need to do. Next step, to get full comp and promotions, you're not limited by writing your business with one or two particular carriers. Now, do we have preferred carriers? Yeah, we do, because the preferred carriers have negotiated a higher contract level so that you can make more... There isn't a nickel's worth of difference in most situations in any of these products. You know, the only one that I can think of is one carrier doesn't issue a type 2 diabetic if they were diagnosed before age 50. But other than that, guys, the premium, there's not but a few dollars difference. (coughs) And when I say a few, many cases, two or three or four dollars difference in premium. And what's really funny, Connie... (coughs) Sometimes you'll see a premium amount <clears throat> with one company that's lower the for the 15-year, higher for the 20, and the same on the 30. So there just isn't much difference in the different products and so on. But here, we don't have a preference on who you write with. We do prefer you use one of the, the preferred carriers only because we have negotiated the comp for you to be a little bit higher there but no difference in the product. Now, the most important part of what you're hearing today is the most competitive compensation plan in the industry, even before bonuses. When you start looking and take time to look at the um, the, uh, income program that was distributed, actually it wasn't even distributed to us when we were in Dallas. It was shown to us but they distributed after the call yesterday. That is amazing. And I hope each of you will take some time to take a look at that and study it. See, we talked about this being a business opportunity that looks like a job. That's a tagline that I've used for a long time, and I really feel that way. This latest rollout truly drives that point home. And I, I did – one of the things that I thought – because. The $5,000 a week, you know, with a 75% placement, <clears throat> if, if you on this call today are listening, and it doesn't matter what contract level you're at, if you are able to do that in June, July, or August with <clears throat> $15,000 in place premium, you now you'll have to write 20 to do that. That will get you a promotion to a 95% contract level. I had an agent yesterday that we were talking to. He goes, "Well, the multi—this is a multi-level," and I'm thinking, "Are you nuts? You know, because I don't know a multi-level where you can go to work selling foo-foo juice, never hire a person, (coughs) and make this kind of money." I was playing with the numbers last night. If writing net fifteen thousand dollars in paid premium a month with a seventy-five percent advance, guys. That's $10,600 a month in income. That's $128,000 a year. $128,000 a year. Now, you've got a 25% advance that's been taken out of that, so the actual income on that, when you get your back-end money in the end of 12 months, is $171,000, not counting bonuses. So when you look at what the opportunity here is for an agent – it behooves all of us to become really good at what we do and start looking at the glass being half full. Now, this is everyone's opportunity finally in your life to be paid what you're worth. There's no caps, but it's opportunity on steroids with no glass ceilings. Now, what does it take to write $5,000 a week? It takes 20 appointments. And uh, you'll sit on 15 of them, you write seven apps and you get five of them issued. That's just that's what it takes. Now I know that sounds kind of simple and basic and everything, and it, it really is when you stop and think about it. Uh, thinking about the guy with AAA this morning, I'm thinking to make twenty five thousand or twenty eight thousand dollars a year or thirty three thousand dollars a year, you could almost stand on the street corner, you know, and talk about living benefits to ten people if you've read the book. How I raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling, Frank Betcher, his, his mentor said, if you will tell your story five times a day, you cannot help but be successful. Now, I'm going to just touch a little bit on the equity bonus because I want you guys to really fully digest what this means because for those of us that have been in the industry, guys, this is a dream come true to sharing the profitability of the company. When your entire letdown line does $300,000 a month and you get credit for that production, you qualify for the first level equity bonus. And currently, that's about $13,000 a month. Now, when the company, we're doing about thirteen twelve dollars to $1,300 applications a week, not dollars. When the company does 1,500 applications a week, that bonus goes to about $17,000 a month. And when they get up to about 2,000 applications a week, that equity bonus goes to $20,000 a month. When you're hiring and talking to people and you're talking to a builder, they expect that, uh, $2,000 applications a week, they expect that goal to be reached by the end of the summer. So look at the opportunity that you have here in terms of recruiting. Now, what do you need to do to get to $300,000 a month? Well... We need to write about 300 applications, issue paid, which means you're going to have to write about 400 or 100 applications a week. It's going to take 20 20 agents writing five apps a week to reach this goal. Now, I don't want that to sound like it's an easy goal because it isn't, but it's worth it. And once you understand the economic potential to the people you're hiring – if they will take the time to go into the study time. I had a marvelous call last night with a new agent. She got me on the phone with the client, and uh, she's brand new. And I was able to start, and she got to sit there and listen. And I equated it. I grew up in Ohio and where we rabbit hunted a lot. And sometimes when you guys get me on the phone, and you think, where is Dick going with this one? Well, a good rabbit dog. If you're out hunting rabbits, if you once the rabbit jumps up, if you stay where you are, a good rabbit dog mm-hmm. will bring that rabbit back around again, so you get another shot at it. I don't hunt anymore. You know, um, <clears throat> we used to eat, but what we killed. But the point of it is, that's exactly where I was going last night. I started off, and we brought the guy back around to the point that we changed his perspective of what he was looking for. When you've got some health issues, you're 61 years old, and you want $220,000 worth of life insurance, and you won't even hear to anything less, we have to change the perspective of the client. And she got to listen to that through the whole process. So that's part of the reason um, and part of the things that you get with the ecosystem. system. You have a system that allows you to watch and listen to closing. You have a system that you can plug into Bill Martin OG, Rob Jones. There's just a plan in place to help you get where you want to go. And take the time to play with the numbers for yourself. Where would you like to be? And then work backwards on how to get there. And and we can strategize the case on getting you where you want to be. Amen.
1: I know we can. Uh, I know we can do that for each one of you that would give us a call. Uh, While we're still recording, I just wanted to talk about the importance of a paper application. Guys, a lot of you are doing remote, and you pull up that e-app, and that's the first time you've seen an application. Wow. I feel a little sorry for you and the client because you're going to get some surprises. Now, we had a call this morning from an agent who um, thought that a CPAP was uh, a knockout. Uh, As it turns out, the agent had just misread. Uh, The agent actually did have a paper app um, and was doing all of their due diligence, just misread the question. But when you have a paper app to study, you can see what's going to be asked, how it's worded, as Dick said earlier. The Mutual Vomaha. If you're diagnosed with type 2 diabetes before the age of 50, they don't even uh, look at the rest of the application. It's just a decline, period. It doesn't matter how great your height and weight is. And so you need to Print the application and study it, same way with a final expense. I really suggest printing uh, probably the AmeriCo um, final expense because that's the one so many of you are using. If you're appointed with Mutual of Omaha, print the Living Promise because that is a terrific product. Um, But you will see very quickly that... um, the health questions, the health standards, what is expected of a client to get to, to qualify is very different. And most of you might say, well, that's obvious. It's not obvious to a new agent. A new agent doesn't really, in the beginning, grasp the difference between four tables and final expense. So it's going to help you to visualize for the client and move your business forward as far as success uh, and towards a higher placement rate if you will study those
0: paper applications. Would you agree, Dick? Yes, and some yeses on the application are a decline, but some yeses are not. For example, if somebody has high blood pressure and it's controlled, that's a yes question, but that's not a decline. Another thing to look at, too, is, especially on the final expense programs, they'll say, do you have diabetes in conjunction with neuropathy or in conjunction with something else? And if you have type 2 diabetes but not in conjunction, so the reason for taking a few minutes and studying the application, it will give you a chance without bullets going over your head, so to speak, in the heat of the battle to understand how to really answer that question
1: right and i think i think that will be a help to a lot of you to